is Invest Diva and your coach Kiana Danielle. Welcome to Diva on the Block, where we take you to the back streets of this whole blockchain, Bitcoin, and crypto shenanigans to help you get a better understanding of what really is going on and how you can take advantage of it. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Of course. So all of my students keep asking me, okay, Kiana, crypto is cool. I'm investing. I'm making money, whatever. But what about taxes? What are we going to do with taxes? Mm -hmm. Who should I turn into? So um, I think it's amazing that you are one of the only accounts out there that is focusing on cryptocurrency. So can you tell me how, I mean, were you a regular accountant before? Um, yeah, so I've actually always been involved in the asset management space. Even before I started my own company, I worked about, you know, five and a half years in the big four accounting firm. And there I consulted to various asset managers and worked on a lot of different financial instruments. So I've sort of always had that financial background. Then um, at the firm, you know, before like crypto tax got big really in 2017 during the ICO proliferation when everyone was trading multiple assets back and forth. So before that, and still currently, we worked with a lot of real estate investors. And, you know, I was personally involved in crypto, um, you know, during that time, 2016, 2017, as a, as a personal investor. So the way I got into it was my background was very well suited for it with my prior experience. I understood property taxation. And um, I just had a lot of my friends and myself that, you know, had the tax need for crypto tax. And I realized the opportunity early on. And that, you know, and then from there, I just started uh, consulting to tons of investors because as you can see, there's a huge need for it. Oh, yeah, 100%. A lot of people weren't actually paying taxes for yeah. the <laughs> longest time when it came yeah. to crypto. So, I mean, let me ask you this question. Is there a need to actually pay crypto taxes? Because, well, technically, well, Bitcoin is not supposed to be a government-backed asset. Yeah. Uh, how can they even track it? Should we pay taxes? Yeah. So you definitely should pay your taxes. I know, you know, there's a lot of anonymous Twitter handles out there that, you know, may be telling you not to pay your taxes or, you know, maybe John McAfee's out there on his boat sort of saying, you know, don't, don't pay your crypto taxes. The other day. <laughs> yeah, I know. I actually He's so anti-tax. He makes some good, he makes some good points too. But at the end of the day, you know, the income tax system is our current, um, you know, it's currently our, the laws of our, of our nation. So to that degree, you know, everybody's required to pay your taxes. Now, you know, you may have seen recently in the headlines, there's a lot of, um, a lot of crypto tax notices that are going out. So there are ways that the IRS is able to identify cryptocurrency tax investors. So um, a couple of years ago, they did a John Doe audit on, on coin. So there's a few different ways that they're able to identify investors, you know, auditing exchanges, the John Doe audits on the exchanges that we saw on Coinbase a couple of years ago. They collected a lot of data on investors from that. If you're on any US-based exchanges, again, like Coinbase, like Bittrex, um, and you're transacting in over certain thresholds on those exchanges, you're actually going to get tax forms filed to the IRS with your information on it, which are called 1099Ks. So the IRS is getting information that way. And then, um, you know, that's one way that they're getting the information. Now, they have plans for other enforcement measures in the future. And, you know, we may want to brush on that as well. But they're definitely gearing up for enforcement um, about 14, 15 months ago. They formed a special task force specifically for cryptocurrency taxation. 
and they're even looking to cooperate internationally with other countries through the, through the J5 agreement, like Australia, the UK, and other countries. So, you know, they're gathering information right now, and they're trying to really push people to becoming more compliant with a lot of these notices that we see going out. And then in the future, I'm expecting to see, you know, some harder enforcement actions from there. So let me twist it a little bit again. If we are trading crypto on accounts outside of the U.S., Mm -hmm. do we still have to pay taxes in the U.S.? Well, technically, you know, when you're filing your tax return, you need to pay taxes on every single dollar that you make and every single taxable event. So whether it's, you know, outside the U.S. or within the U.S., you know, you have to pay tax on it. And, you know, once you get into actually like into the weeds of calculating your tax position on your crypto portfolio, more likely than not, you, you're going to be stuck considering all your trades anyway, because there's going to be a lot of holes in the calculation that are going to be able to be easily determined by anybody that audits it. You know, for instance, if you're trading on, say, you know, Coinbase, Bittrex, and maybe Binance, that's an international exchange. If you only report the taxable transactions on two of those exchanges, and the IRS audits that they look at those records and you didn't include your finance records, they're going to do a calculation, compare that to what your ending holdings were. And it's just not really going to match up. So, and it may also lead to you even having a higher tax liability than you would have otherwise, because you're not capturing your full cost basis on some of the assets that you purchase. So, you know, whether it's international or domestic, you, you absolutely by law have to, to claim all your trades. And sometimes it may even lead to a better tax position for you. So they're definitely getting really sophisticated when it comes to taxation. They don't want to leave any money on the table. No, they they don't want to leave any money on the table. You know, I see a lot of people say that there's a lot of gray area when it comes to how cryptocurrency is taxed. And I'll be the first to say that there is some gray area, but, um, you know, the current taxation structure is, is pretty clear and it has been since 2014 and there's been some, some further clarification from there. So, you know, nobody really should be in the dark in terms of how they're how they're supposed to report their trades. They may not like how they're supposed to report their trades, but um, it is pretty clear how how everything should be calculated and reported with with some nuanced gray areas that you know obviously a CPA can help you navigate. So, is it more or less like stock market taxation, like capital gain and trading? Um, somewhat, you know, so cryptocurrencies taxed as property. So it's a little different than if you're dealing with the security. So there's a few implications to that, some of which are actually beneficial to investors. So it's almost better to think about it as like, if you're a real estate investor, how prop, like if you're holding a piece of property, how that would be taxed. So, um, you know, like when you purchase an asset like Bitcoin, that's going to establish your initial cost basis in it. And then anytime you you trade that, whether it's buying a pack of gum at the store or you trade that for Ethereum or any other crypto asset, that's a taxable event. Now, if you know, if you're, I know you work with other asset classes as well, and I know maybe some of your viewers do as well. So, you know, they may be familiar with something called wash sales. So, you know, if you're trading a security and um, you you sell that security at a loss and you purchase that back within a 30-day period, that loss is disallowed for tax purposes. But as it currently stands with the taxation structure today, since cryptocurrencies tax as property, wash sales technically don't apply to cryptocurrencies. So that's been one area, you know, where I've worked with a lot of investors on actually optimizing their portfolio, benefiting from the tax code and, you know, passing through some losses to offset their gains or offset their future gains. So, you know, it's somewhat similar. At the end of the day, it's it's capital taxes, um, unless you're mining, then it's income. 
But um, you know, there's some there's some nuances since it is taxed as property. So day trading cryptocurrency. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do that. Uh, but yeah. there are so many people who are doing it. So many mm-hmm. of them are doing well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is that also um, considered as a property? Um, yeah, and you know, out of like, I work with a lot of day traders, a lot of miners, and a lot of people that you know swing trade or, or or just hold cryptocurrency for longer periods of time and strategically sell it. Out of everybody, you know, who I see get hit the worst when it comes to taxes, obviously, are the day traders. Um, I saw, actually saw a lot of them get burned in 2017. You know, they have to be very careful monitoring their portfolio throughout the whole entire year because what i saw so it is taxes property they're all taxable events and one thing i saw during 2017 is people were day trading various altcoins and you know everybody likes to take their profit into bitcoin and then bitcoin obviously went down in price and they were still on the hook for all those capital gains that they took into bitcoin so yeah yeah so you know there was some people there were some people that you know they owed their whole portfolio in taxes you know, in, in, in like the worst of scenarios. Oh so my God, that makes total sense. Yeah. So it's imperative if you're day trading to actively track your portfolio, at least if not on a monthly basis, at least on a quarterly basis, or at least well before the fourth quarter to make sure that, you know, you're not on the hook for any, any gains that you haven't accounted for yet. And also, you know, maybe you're holding some positions again that are in a loss position and we can look at loss harvesting and wash sales and, and things like that. So how is it to work with an actual human CPA like you? Because, I mean, there are just so many people that you can help. Is there, like, a way to automate it? I know there are websites like Coin Tracker. What are mm-hmm. your thoughts on these things? And what should people really do? And what type of people should go to an actual CPA? What type of people should just go on an automated website? Does TurboTax offer cryptocurrency mm-hmm. like Yep. Lead us. Um, How should we go I would say, I would say like, you know, as you grow in assets, it definitely pays to work with a CPA because obviously you have more assets to protect. Um, you probably have some more tax planning opportunities. Now, when it comes to any type of tax, you know, anybody can self-file, anybody can self-calculate. And there's some great crypto tax platforms out there. Um, some of them, you know, I utilize to a degree. Um, so there's always that option. But you know, where I'm able to help people is number one, if they have a large amount of assets or a large, large amount of trades, maybe they have some gaps in their data. What is large? What amount is large? Um, you know, like over, over a million USD value. Although I do work with people that have less, but I mean, if you have, you right. Know, but I mean, if you have a $10,000 account, you probably better off just going with a, you're, you're probably okay. Unless you're completely like it's over. Like most crypto traders have, a level of financial sophistication that I think if they're at that smaller level, they're probably okay to do it themselves. Um, you know, now if they get into doing the calculation and they're just seeing it sometimes completely wrong from what they know that took place, which sometimes people do come and they're like, Hey, I tried to do the calculation myself and it's saying I owe oh, yeah, 10 times more I've been a victim yeah. of that. It, and it wasn't even with crypto. So I was like, I'm going to yeah. do it. I'm sophisticated. And then you end up paying more. And then exactly. you have to hire a CPA and you have to pay them to <laughs> yeah. uh, clean up the mess. Basically. Yeah. So to a degree, it honestly, it comes down, it comes down to preference, but you know, if you work with a CPA, it's sort of hands off after you're able to provide them all of your, all of your data properly. 
and you can just trust that it's being done correctly. And then also, you know, I'm staying on top of all the tax regulations. I can point out tax planning opportunities, whether that's loss harvesting or maybe a couple other things that we can cover here. Um, but it's really just dependent on your preferences, your level of sophistication, um, the level of assets that you're holding. And then you sort of have to make that personal decision. So what is the biggest tip you have for cryptocurrency investors and traders alike in order to optimize their taxes so that, I mean, is there a way to turn it better? You mentioned it is, there is a way to turn it better than actually stocks trading and investing. Mm -hmm. What is yeah, one thing that you have to keep in mind? So, um, you know, so number, the number one thing I could say, I know we were just talking about day traders is to limit the amount of trades that you're doing as much as possible because they're all triggering taxable events. And, you know, in a market that's appreciating, you're going to be on the hook for, for more capital gains. So now, holding to, is the way to go. Holding. Nope. Nobody does better than, than the people that are hodling. I could, uh, I could say that from experience so actually the, this is my personal question because i am holding on to a bunch of cryptocurrencies mm -hmm. does this is this correct to assume that as long as i don't actually take profit and convert that holdings into us dollar or bitcoin i don't have to pay taxes um yes to a degree so you know when it's attached if you go from usd into a cryptocurrency into any crypto that's not a taxable event you're just establishing your initial cost basis in that coin but now if you if you you know what a lot of people do and what you may have done is you may have went from usd to bitcoin into another crypto yeah so when you go from bitcoin into another crypto there is a taxable event there that we'd want to account for and we'd want to report properly and you know tax ah, plan so around basically that. it's better to just if you're so what i've been doing is i go to coinbase if i want to buy let's say eos or mm -hmm. cardano something that is not on coinbase yeah uh, and i have to buy it at a different um platform i normally go to coinbase buy bitcoin and then go to this different platform and buy the other cryptocurrency so that yes. itself is a taxable event but That's if a I just, event, yeah. But if I just go to Coinbase and just buy whatever cryptocurrency that they have listed on there and just lay it there and hold it, I don't have to pay taxes. Exactly. Yeah, that's why the USD on ramps are very important from a tax perspective, especially when you consider, you know, maybe you've been purchasing Bitcoin over multiple timeframes and, you know, most likely you're going to be calculating on the first in first out method, which means your earliest purchase is the first taxable. So you may be going in, buying some Bitcoin and moving out to another coin. And now you're triggering, you could be triggering a pretty large capital gain for yourself there. So, you know, you want to consider that. And it's all, it's all very situational in your portfolio, but maybe, um, you know, you're holding a lot of Bitcoin, but there's another asset that you can use as an, as an on-ramp from Coinbase to these other exchanges and trade that. So you're at least not triggering a capital, capital gain event on your, your longer term hold. So these are great, great points. But personally, I have a different accountant that is taking care of, you know, me, my business and my family's taxes. Yep. And she doesn't have a clue about cryptocurrency. She's, she admits it like, I don't know. So yeah. how does this work with if you have a different accountant that is taking care of your stuff? But you yep. also have crypto. Do you work with the other accountants or do we have to yeah. bring so everything you to you? You have a couple options. Most people do end up bringing everything over over to me. And, you know, I do have a very strong experience and specialty in cryptocurrency, but I do work with, um, you know, business owners and other types of investors as well. So we're able to handle everything for you. But, you know, we do 
have a lot of investors like yourself that are like, hey, you know, I've worked with my accountant for years. I love them. They just don't understand the crypto side. So, you know, anytime I work with someone, it's it's there's two parts to the, to the engagement that we would do, you know, the crypto accounting side and then the, the tax reporting side. So we can absolutely just do the crypto accounting side for you, provide you, you know, with an accurate portfolio analysis and then the a, a spreadsheet that gives your accountant exactly what they need to report those for tax purposes. And then, you know, they can prepare the rest of your tax return and then report those trades accordingly. So, you know, you can, you have the option of sticking with your old CPA, but still having us handle the crypto side for you. That's very awesome. So by the way, uh, I think your microphone kind of got lower. I can't hear you properly. Can you get closer to the microphone? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that. Okay, no problem. So, um, so where are you based and how can people find you? Um, located in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's where our office is located. But um, we, we work with clients across the country. You know, we have clients, obviously, a ton in Charlotte, a um, ton in South Carolina. I'm originally from the Northeast, so I have a ton of clients up there. But we have clients as far as California, Texas, Hawaii. So, you know, if you're in the U.S., we can, we can definitely work with you. Um, the best place to find me and the best place to really start a conversation with me is by visiting my website, camusocpa.com. And then, you know, from there, I usually set a phone consultation and learn more about, um, you know, exactly what your portfolio looks like, what your training activity looks like, and then sort of take it from there. Let me just bring up your Camuso CPA over here so that people and you can actually verify that this is what it is. So uh, does cryptocurrency yep. taxation change? This is the right one, right? Yeah, and one thing I would point out too, if you go to the Media and Knowledge Center, there's a definitive guide for cryptocurrency taxation to the right there, the Media and Knowledge Center. Right. Under the tax guides, there's a definitive guide for uh, crypto there at the top. Right. And um, there's that, that, you know, that's a good resource. I post a lot of uh, blog, con blog content about cryptocurrency as well. So, you know, that's a good place. Like you said, like a lot of people I know are self-filing as well. So I try to, I put out a ton of free content. So honestly, if people went and looked at my content, they could basically learn everything that they need to about cryptocurrency taxation. And then if, you know, they want to work with me individually, I'm, I'm here for that as well. Does the taxation uh, vary depending on state by uh, state by state, or is it just at federal level? Um, so, you know, anytime you're filing your state return, it's driven by your, your federal reporting. So at first we're going to calculate your capital gains and we're going to report that on your federal tax return. And then that will flow through to your state tax returns. And there's different, um, tax rates applicable to which state you're in. And that varies on, on your state. But when it comes to doing the calculation, there's, there's no variability in that. We're always going to calculate it the same way. Okay. All right. No, that's really cool. So Patrick, thank you so much for joining Diva on the Block today. And this is a question that is going to be, I know, more relevant probably around March that people are panicking, but I think it's always good to be proactive Oh yeah. and start thinking about these things ahead of time because, I mean, <laughs> you might end up with so many clients that you might not have time for everybody on the planet right yeah. before April 15th. And I would say don't wait till March or April because, you know, you may have tax liabilities. You have to pay estimated capital gains for it. You may be able to harvest some losses. So, you know, the, the more proactive you are, the better it is. You know, the best time to work with us is in the fourth quarter before tax season comes and then everything's taken care of. That makes total sense. And you also have... 
industries for you have serv um, services for real estate construction yep. small businesses so you basically yeah, so cover we work with multiple industry verticals. you have a team that is helping you or is it just you um it's a team of three of us right now and then during tax season we usually hire a couple more contractors very cool no that is super awesome thank you so much patrick again for joining us today and i'm sure that our audience are going to really appreciate this information um, I know that I also serve people outside of the U.S., but I think that you would recommend that they go to an accountant, crypto accountant in their country when it comes to cryptocurrency, right? Yeah, I, that, that's what I would recommend just because, you know, although we probably could do the accounting, I think there's there's probably other advisors out there that can advise them on those regulations better in their applicable states. You know, I watch all that very closely, but I think there's probably someone better out there for that. So we're, we're more U.S. folks. That makes total sense. All right. So people, you heard Patrick, get on your taxes right now before it's too late. Don't make it a last minute. I'm one of those people who's very guilty of being a last minute, but over and over again, I end up uh, really regretting yeah. <laughs> doing it in the last minute. So go to camusocpa.com or, I mean, just, just learn about taxations, even if you mm -hmm. don't use Patrick, I think it's very important that you get more informed about what you're doing. If you're day trading, well, be <laughs> aware of all the consequences. And if you're a holder just like me, uh, then I guess we should stop buying other cryptocurrencies. I have to really sit down right now and think because I do like diversifying, but I don't like paying taxes. So I have to find out a balance over there. I might just go and talk to Patrick about that and see what is the best way to do that. Again, thank you so much, Patrick, for joining us today. Thank you so much, viewers at home, for viewing today. And I'll see you again in the next Diva on the Block. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. So normally we ask our um, guests to do a silly face that we may or may not use for the <laughs> thumbnail. So would you mind give us a silly face? Um, alright, yeah. What is your best silly face? I'll okay. try, I'll try. Oh, that's, that's all awesome. I, got. I love that.